On season one, episode nine of Dose of Motivation, I'm going to be featuring cross-country runner who stuck with it after I quit cross-country and one of my closest friends who gave me my daily dose of motivation throughout high school. Thanks for joining us, Michael McNee. It's an honor and I'm ready. Thanks for joining us, Michael. And I just want to get straight into it. What would you say just out of all of high school? You, you described it to me as being kind of like a roller coaster one night in my room. And I just want to hear why you think that. Well, to be honest, my life in high school has been a series of ups and downs, right? Just like a roller coaster. I've gone from being the cream of the crop, you know, one of the best cadets at St. John's to, you know, all, nothing basically, you know? Like I went from, you know, good grade. I went from having bad grades to good grades. I went from having no rank at all to being the third highest position in the core. And that's basically why I would describe it as a roller coaster. But you're really talented, you told me one time, and just in terms of reading. Yeah. But then it balanced out in terms of not being good at math. So kind of explain how you were able to leverage that and really conquer it. So when I was uh, a child in middle school, I was really happy and I was really good at reading. You know, I, I'd taken one of those tests, those placement tests, and I found out, oh, wow, I have a college level reading level in eighth grade, right? And that sounds amazing, right? It sounds great, but I was absolutely atrocious at math, right? And I kind of, I kind of still am. I'm not the best. Math is never going to be my strong suit, but, you know, and that really made me different. Right. And on top of that, right. I had ADHD, right? Like I was one of those kids who you give me the Odyssey, right? And I'll read it in a day, but you put the Pythagorean theorem on a worksheet and I don't even know what a triangle is anymore. Right. I was kind of, I was kind of like that. I was very strong in one thing, but not very strong at all in another thing. Right. And I, as I started to grow older and I started to, you know, get into high school and started to mature, I was like, I don't like this, right? I don't like being really bad, right? I don't like this ADHD, like, messing with me, you know, making it hard to concentrate. And I decided I need to overcome this, right? And the first step of that was, you know, I got myself onto ADHD meds, right? I had asked my parents, you know, I want to try this. I want to see if it'll help me. Because I really didn't want to get my grades up, you know, because they'd always been a struggle for me. And I soon realized that I didn't really like these meds, right? They don't do much for me they make me feel weird and it's just just unnatural right so I was like I told my parents I don't want to be on this anymore and they were like okay I said I didn't want to use these as a crutch anymore you know and my parents were really okay with it right I was like no no dependency on meds no dependency on any crutches I said we're gonna do this all by ourselves, right and I started off on this journey of trying to make myself better right but at the same time I was kind of young and immature I was that, you know, I was an average kid just wanting to be cool. And because of that, you know, I was kind of on the uphill slope, but at the same time, I was still messing around with some people that, you know, didn't have my best interests at heart. They didn't, you know, they were doing things that aren't really good, right? And I just wanted to right. be cool, but I also wanted to be success successful, which is really hard to do in life. Right? I think that's something that a lot of us can relate to. Like, we want to do something awesome with ourselves we want to achieve want to get a good job want to do all these things but we also want to enjoy the ride we want to be cool we want to be well liked so how did you make the decision for what you were going to do 
in terms of those two? That decision was kind of made for me by myself, right? But it was also made for me by my action, right? When I was a sophomore and I was working there in the summer, I, you know, as, as like I said, it was like a roller coaster. Right now I was really high up, you know, I was doing well, everything was looking good, but then, you know, we get to the downhill part of that roller coaster, that part where your stomach drops and you're a hundred feet off the ground going straight down, right? And what I mean by all this is that basically, guys, I had a wake-up call, right? And many of you know about it, but some of you don't really know about it. But what happened was I was doing, I was out with people way too late doing really bad things, right? And all I have to say about that whole situation is always show the police what's in the bag, right? Because of this whole situation, (laughs) I ended up getting demoted from my rank at the time, which was really high for a sophomore. You know, I got fired from my job. And then on top of that, I got my cadre letter taken away, right? And after all this stuff happened, in my head, I was really negative, right? I had a really bad attitude. In my head, I had gone from, you know, the best to the worst, right? I went from high-ranking sophomore who had a lot going going for him to now I'm just a nobody, right? I have no rank. You know, no one respects me or knows who I am. I'm just your average kid again. Right. And I didn't like that. Right. And it was, and this whole situation was really messing with my head. I was negative. I was mad all the time, you know, kind of depressed, but I made the conscious decision. This is where that decision came in. I made that conscious decision. I, I said to myself, like, this isn't me. This is not what I want. This is not what I want to be remembered for. Right. Like I really thought about my legacy and what I wanted people to think about when they thought of me. And I was like, I want to be known for making a comeback, you know? And that's kind of what you're saying that you purposely made the decision to put yourself on that uphill of the roller coaster and you were able to consciously do that. Yeah. I mean, at the time, you know, it seemed like I was going up a mountain, but you know, this conscious decision, you know, had a lot of things to do. It had, it had, it had to do with a lot of things, right? Like I started going, getting tutored every day. I started going to my teachers and asking for help, right? Like these were things that I never used to do. But now I'm going to start doing them because I really wanted to better myself, right? You know, I started doing the math worksheets. I started doing everything I could to make myself better. I started, you know, acting right, right? Like when I, when this thing first happened, I was negative, but I was like, I got to cut that stuff out. It does nothing for me, right? Just going to serve to screw me over again, right? The negativity. And so as junior year went on, things started to look up and get better. I got my position back. And, you know, I was in a good place. My grades were doing well. I got on Dean's List for the first time junior year. And I would say that it was because of, you know, that failure, it inspired me, right? Right. And then came senior year, right? And I was the CSM at St. John's, right? And when I... And what did you have to do specifically (laughs) in that role? So, Obviously, a lot of kids from St. John's know me, and they know my position and what I had to do, but basically, I had to put myself in a position, right, where I wouldn't be liked, right? And I really noticed that, and I started to think about this, right, as the year went on. Like, I, you know, unlike other schools, you know, St. John's is a military boarding school. We follow military rules and ranks and uniforms and all that good stuff. And I now have to go from being this liked person my junior year, right, to being the person in charge of discipline, right? Now, I had to, I, you know, this one time, this really funny thing that happened was we were once doing this big 
inspection of the rooms and stuff like we usually do at St. John's. And some some kid, I'm not going to name him, you know, was disrespecting a senior officer, my friend, actually. And I had to yell at him, you know, I had to make him do push-ups and all that good stuff. Because that's just how St. John's is, right? You know? Mm-hmm. And that was basically, like, that was basically just how senior year was. I had to put myself in a position where I wouldn't be liked, right? I had to do things that wouldn't make me the most popular kid around, right? But it was part of my job. It was part of, you know, you know what I had to do. Just, it is what it was, you know? And, you know, this cycle never stops, right? It never stops, you know, you never stop trying to better yourself. And, you know, yes. jun- junior year, I'm, I'm going to take myself back a little bit. Junior year, when I was trying to get my grades up, you know, and this ad, this this paid off a lot. Like I started, I told you all the things I started to do, but I started getting tutored, and then I found you know your tutoring program, and I went from being a tutee, you know, someone I'd get tutored to tutoring others, which is a really good feeling, right? Like helping others. I, I remember that because I was trying to explain to, I think it was uh, it was Wheeler. Yeah, and I was trying to explain to him how to do. It, it happened to be the Pythagorean theorem or, or something with sine, cosine. Yeah, something true. And I'm, I'm trying to explain it to him, and he's not getting it. And then you come up, and he gets it within a minute. And that just shows how you went from hating Pythagorean theorem, hating math, to now you're teaching people better than me, someone who loves math, which was amazing. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. It was a, it's just a really big cycle, right? And it, it all starts with it all starts with you, right? It all starts with you know, you making the conscious decision to change how you act, change how you do things, change how you see situations and that's that that kind of stuff is never easy to do, but you know, I, I got to say though that I wouldn't have been able to do all that with like the people around me, right? Like a lot of right. a lot of my success I owe to myself. But at the same time, you know, there's the other 50% that came from other people, right? And, you know, that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Like, I bettered, people better themselves, you know, to help better others. And that's such a common theme that I'm seeing on this podcast from just everybody that's been, that, that's been featured is just saying, yes, I'm proud of myself and what I've done, but I really owe it to the other people. And that's really what I think military school has done for all of us and how it just brought us together and made us all better and then made the people around us better just this domino effect and you are the prime example <laughs> thank you of how that system worked and thank you for coming on the podcast today it was such an awesome experience to to feature you and just hearing your story is just so such a good dose of motivation thanks Skylar. It's really really happy that i could be here today Absolutely, Michael. Well, that's a dose of motivation. Skylar Chalk, we're out.